0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Les Talk podcast. LES is in Lavelle Edwards Stadiums, where we take sports way too seriously, just like we believe they should be. And we're hoping you're taking sports way too seriously with us. We got a loaded episode for you guys today. We're talking about a lot of stuff. First of all, it's Rivalry Week. It's Utah Week. We got the Holy War this week. (laughs) We got Church versus State this week. (laughs) The absolute classic, BYU versus Utah. We got Big 12 expansion watch, a week two college preview, upset alerts. We have a guest picker on the pod. If you mm-hmm. if you remember, Dan will not be on on Fridays, so we'll have a guest picker to to uh, to to make some picks, hot takes, and that's pretty much it. Well, it's, it's a pretty <laughs> loaded show. You know, if we come up with anything on the fly, you'll get that too. So without further ado, let's bull. Go Tigers! But
1: that field judge mm. on the far side
2: is in their pocket, man. Go for review depth strike! Let's back this bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, yes. Let's go, Wild Let's man. go,
0: baby! Let's go! <laughs> <taps the> <laughs> We're at a waterfall, dude! Oh. Oh, oh. He put his butt, not his. <laughs> Go Go, go, go! Go, 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 go,
2: go, 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 go! Well, here we are, baby. It's finally here. Honestly, I don't like the new way they do Utah week. it's the beginning of the season. I used to love like playing them at the very end of the season, you know. But most important game of the year.
0: Exactly. It's Most, now. It's a game that every BYU players had circled on their calendar oh, for forever. Yeah, literally
2: like twelve years.
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. And now, like, you see, Max Hall came out and said that, like, when he was here, like, when it was. He thought about playing Utah every single week. Like It's just a whole different game. And I'm pretty sure a lot of the players on our team now feel the same way. Yeah, They're just getting ready, and it's, it's going to be a big game. We got ranked Utah coming into the Edwards Stadium. Oh, yes. Time to cut down some hopes. The game is officially sold out. Sold out, baby.
2: Sold out. They had to stop selling rock passes this week. They did, sure yeah. They had to room. put a pause
0: on that. We're going to have a full Lavelle Edwards Stadium. We're going to have it rocking and rolling. Rocking? I see what you did yeah, there. Yeah, uh-huh, got <laughs> it. Uh-huh. Hopefully, we'll
2: have some new video boards.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, I was driving by the video boards today. It looks like the one on the north end of the stadium is good to go. One okay. on the south end. Getting close. They have the frame up. They have the, like, the video board itself up. They were putting the, uh, you know, like the the casing around it. Okay. It looked like the majority of the screen was working. They had like some footage going up on it, except okay. for like the top right corner, which was like all green. I'm no video audio expert, but I don't <laughs> think that's a good thing. But I'm sure they'll have it fixed by Saturday.
2: <laughs> they better. <Yeah. laughs> that would be more embarrassing than losing to the- <laughs> again. Could you oh, imagine man. if it
0: wasn't? Oh. They're just still doing construction, like right During in the, the middle gear. of the game.
2: <laughs> There's, like, construction workers on the scaffolding. and
0: Yep. Oh, That'd be incredible. That's just BYU in a nutshell, huh?
2: Well, let's just say it's a good thing that BYU is joining the Pac-12 tomorrow. Pac-12? Big 12.
0: I'm just, excuse you. <laughs> excuse I me. I will never, ever join the Pac-12. That, cut that. Cut no, that. Yeah, we're, we're going to cut editor. that. Right? <clears throat> yeah, um, editor, if you exist out there, cut that for us and send the audio back to us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, do you want, should we talk about that real quick? Yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, that's what that's what's on everybody's mind. That's what's on my mind. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were just scrolling on Instagram Instagram before recording the show, and we were, you know, one of the big college football pages out there, Big Game Boomer. Oh! I love that page, Big Game Boomer, with all its, like, weird stats and, like, you know...
2: Random the, rankings. Yeah,
0: random rankings of random things. Like, I, I love it. We love you, Big Game Boomer. But you know what he says?
2: What does he say? He says,
0: this is the year. B-Y-U... Beats Utah. Let's go. So it's not just us <laughs> BYU fans that are saying it's the year. I don't know. There's Big game. people outside of Provo that think it too.
2: <laughs> Big Game Boomer is on board.
0: Is this the year we break the streak? Is it? Oh man, how long's the streak now? So it's don't answer technically... that question. No, no, never, mind, never. Mind. Okay. I don't want to know. No, no. it's short memory. short memory, short memory, short-term memory loss. Goldfish. Put Could it, it be behind goldfish. you. Exactly like a goldfish. Um, man, is this the year we break the streak? We got a ranked Utah team coming in. They got you know they played against Weaver State Weber last State. week. So you know I don't know if Weaver State's that much worse than Arizona though. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, they look pretty good. But is this year we break the streak? Of course every year I'm going to answer yes. Oh yeah. And this year it's, it's an emphatic, emphatic yes. Oh. It's a heck yes. It's not just a yes, it's a heck yes. This is the year we send Utah home crying on the bus. Oh my gosh. And I just got the chills. <laughs> It really, it better be because I'm sick of not drinking
2: soda, man. (laughs) I wanted down a Baptist Buhler and a Major New Mountain Melon in the same
0: gulp. Yeah, I mean, for all those that don't remember, you know, Jared's has his little thing that he's not going to drink soda until BYU beats Utah. That ends on Saturday. Tomorrow. It better end on Saturday. (laughs) It better freaking. Really,
2: honestly, I am, yeah. We'll get into this a little bit later, but I'm glad that BYU is joining the Big 12 because that might be a little uh, might yeah. soften the the blow a little bit. Should it, the it's a it's a good distraction.
0: Yeah. Should yeah. we win? Should we lose? Which we won't lose. You know, it's a good distraction. It's a good distraction. We have the Big 12 rumors coming out. You know, but we'll get to those later in the show. Yep. So, how, so judging how BYU looked last week, and looking at how Utah played last week. How do you think this game's gonna go, Jared?
2: So BYU's pass defense uh-huh. played very conservatively. Let's Extremely be honest. Extremely
0: conservative. Right.
2: When we manned up and we, you know, brought five or six guys, we would get home every time. We just didn't do it very often, and I think a lot of that had to do with the tempo that Arizona was running. Yeah, right? we talked about this last a time. little fast tempo. But. I was watching an interview with Ben Bywater. Okay, he's the linebacker. He had ten tackles in the Arizona game. Right, so he had, an,
0: had an incredible game.
2: Right, stepping in for Max Tooley, I believe, with injury. Um, he got all excited and jittery when he was talking about Utah. Oh yeah. <laughs> very extremely confident that we were going to win. And when asked about the defense, he said, yeah, last week, you know, we played very conservative like this and that, but, and then he
0: gets like all smiley. He's like, but our scheme this week, oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be exciting. Oh man. (laughs) Is our defensive coordinator finally going to pull some blitzes out of somewhere?
2: It sounds like Tuiaki's cooking up a little something special. Do you
0: think Tuiaki's been hiding these for just years so that he could (laughs) deploy them now? (laughs) So he could just cash in? out big time on one Exactly. When we're not going to play Utah again for a couple of years, got to cash out now. It's now or never, right? We need to. (laughs) So, I don't know. I expect
2: our defense to play much more aggressively. And for our offense, I think the key to the game, we need to take care of the football. Yes. Listen to this stat. Okay. Don't quote me on this. All right. Because I haven't fact-checked it, but I heard it (laughs) from somebody that, Yeah. A Riley source. Nelson or Brian Keel, somebody, some old BYU player I yes, remember, but some,
0: some reliable source.
2: We in the last nine games against Utah, okay, we've had at least nine turnovers Ooh. combined, and six of them have been pick sixes. Think about that.
0: Every year, I feel like there's a pick six, an untimely pick six.
2: Right. It's and gotta be. Ugh,
0: it's oh, yeah. We man. need to
2: take care of the football.
0: What was it in 2019 too? The guy that got the pick six oh, had Francis transferred from Nardin. BYU. And, yeah. That was really painful to watch. So, yeah, we got to take care of the football. Mm -hmm. But how do you think our wide receiver core is going to do against this better secondary?
2: I, without Gunnar Romney, which he's listed as doubtful, and I really do doubt he's going to play. Yeah, we doubt he'll play. I think with the Nakua's in, which... I've been hearing some good things about them. That yeah. the coaches have been trying to pull them out, but the Nakus refused <laughs> to go out. They're like, "No, we are playing." So, okay, I, I think we're going to open up the offense a little more. That's good. We're going to be less conservative, and I think if our offensive line can give Jaren Hall, you know, a, a good couple, you know, two or three seconds to throw the ball, find an open receiver, there's going to be open receivers. So as long as he yeah. has time to throw, I think he'll be able to find them.
0: I think that's a big question, right? Our offensive line struggled at times against Arizona's defensive line. Mm-hmm. Now, Arizona was bringing pressure, so it's not like we just struggled against their front four every single play. Right. But there were times that, like we said, on the safety and other times, you know, I don't remember Jaron Hall ever getting sacked.
2: I think he got sacked once. Maybe sacked once. once. You know, which isn't yeah.
0: terrible, giving up one sack in a game. Right. But you know, Utah's defensive line is much more talented than Arizona's. Right. It's night and day. So we really have to take care of it. Our running backs need to step up and block too. Tyler yes. Algier can't be diving at people's legs and holding onto their ankles, tackling <laughs> them to the tackling ground. Them. Yeah, I mean, that was a pretty good open field tackle. Yeah, no, it was really good. Put him on defense. Isn't that your, isn't that your specialty, Satake? Just yeah. shifting people all around <laughs> from office to defense? Yeah. So I, don't,
2: I think, yeah, like you said, if we can take care of the football, if our offensive line can, you know, hold back Utah's D-line, I think we'll have a good chance.
0: There we go, and I kind of have a little summary about the Utah's game last week. Okay, let's so we got to compare it to the, compare it to BYU. As we know, Utah played Weber State FCS. Uh, they're a good FCS they're, school. They're, 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 they're FCS a really team good FCS. Team. They're they're a top FCS team, but I mean, still FCS. There's a huge talent gap between FCS Humongous. and D1AA even and D1A, right. which is you know what BYU and Utah play. So Utah one forty to seventeen. It's a twenty three point victory. Uh, You know, three scores, nothing, nothing to sneeze at. But listen to this. While Utah had double the first downs of Weber State, their third down efficiency, two for eight. Against Weber State? They converted on two of their eight third downs against Weber State. Our defense is considerably better than Weber State's. Much better. And get this, fourth down efficiency, 0 for 2. Against Weber State? 0 for 2 against Weber State.
2: Oh, So, Utah's
0: offense does not look perfect. Utah's offense looks like they struggle in those times where they need to convert. You know, I was looking at the game, and I didn't see a ton of red zone troubles, but reading the analysts, analysts were saying that, yes, that that Utah did struggle in the red zone. Uh, They had to kick two field goals. First drive of the game, they got stalled right at the 15-yard line, had to kick a field goal. Okay. So... Their kicker is pretty good, so they, they they made all the kicks except for they missed an extra point. Wow. They did miss That's an extra point at one great. point, which you know, if they miss an extra point in the BYU game, that could be a game changer. <laughs> just, it these really could are be a game close. changer. Um yeah, and let's see. Oh, another interesting th- stat. One fumble lost and one interception. They threw an Granted, the interception that they threw was a garbage time, Hail Mary, okay. at the end of the second half. Okay. Weaver State intercepted it, fell to the ground, the half was over. Right. So, I mean, the interception didn't really count for anything. Their quarterback did a pretty good job of taking care of the ball the entire game. And he's
2: a transfer from Baylor, Charlie Buller, very experienced.
0: Exactly. So. Transfer from Baylor. He had, what was it, 262 passing yards, so on you know, and Okay. Not a bad game. But this is the stat I am most interested in time of possession. Interesting. Utah's time of possession 29 minutes and 36 seconds. Really? Weaver State 30 minutes and 24 seconds. Weaver State held the ball for the majority of the game.
2: That's really interesting.
0: So it looks like Weaver State was just kind of trying to run out the clock. You know, Weaver State they played 63 plays, Utah played 60.
2: Okay. So maybe
0: there's a little differential there. But right. I mean, that's only a difference of a minute. 20 seconds per play isn't something like that's that's not something crazy. Like that's pretty right. normal. That's, so Weber State had the ball for the majority of the game. They controlled the clock. They were on the field for forever. Didn't give Utah's, uh, didn't give Utah's offense a lot of opportunities. If right. BYU can do that same thing, mm. keep Utah off the field, and if we can capitalize on the time that we have on the field, I think we have a pretty good shot at winning this game.
2: That's really interesting because you'd expect in an FCS-FBS game, right, that one team would absolutely dominate the other one in time of possession as well as anything else. Right. Right. That's very interesting. And last year, BYU was in the top 10, top five of the nation in time of possession per game. Really? Yeah. We, okay. would hold up, yeah. Like, we would have know that. the fewest number of possessions per game. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we'd hold the ball for a long time, and so we uh,
0: capitalized last year. Right, we did on almost every every single time.
2: Right, and so if we can do that same kind of thing, hold on to the ball, limit possessions, that might be that might be a key to slowing Utah's offense, keeping them off the field, like you said.
0: It really might be, and Utah struggled on special teams. We saw that you know the the only touchdown that Weber State <laughs> scored in the first half was that 99-yard kickoff return. Yeah. Man, like, letting a kickoff return go like that. I mean, of course, that were State player, absolutely shifty, really quick, Very really fast, fast like, Very fast. you know, any school could give up one at some point. Right. But Especially first game of the season. Exactly. We have that, the missed extra point, untimely penalties on special teams. So Utah doesn't look invincible. There are chinks in the armor. There really are. I would 100% agree. I
2: think the the thing that the the matchup that I really want to watch are the trenches because that's where BYU has been absolutely dominated in the past. Yep. Offensive and defensive line haven't been able to get pressure on the quarterback, and our offense has been absolutely thrashed. Yeah. So I think if we can win on the lines. Like you just said, Utah isn't invincible. They're not going to beat us in every single phase. So if we can win on the line, we
0: have a pretty good shot. Yes, we do. Now, we know that BYU is playing against a history here. (laughs) Uh, You know, when we played against Arizona, people were kind of struggling with how we did on defense and Mm -hmm. even how we did on offense. Really, we didn't have any schemes to study. They had a new offensive system in place, a new defensive system in place. Right. Utah has got the same <laughs> head coach, same offensive coordinator, same defensive coordinator, if I'm not mistaken, that they've had you know, for the last half a decade. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of tape on this team. We know what Utah's going to do.
2: Kalani worked with Kyle Whittingham. Like, yeah. He knows you know, his mind. They know each other.
0: Exactly. And Utah, to some degree, knows what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. Especially defensively. Offense, maybe it's a little different because we have Jaron Hall, a whole new quarterback, you know. It's a different thing. But I feel like BYU has more of a chance to study the film, to get familiar with this team, and to really, you know, play the chess game that is football. Mm -hmm. Make the right moves at the right times with the right personnel to bring home that W.
2: I really hope so. After watching the Arizona game, after thinking about it, letting it stew, it really just kept hitting me. I felt like we were playing with a hand tied behind our back. Yep. So I really think that we're going to unleash a, you know a whole new offensive scheme, whole new defensive scheme. We're not going to look anything like we did in the Arizona game. We're going to push the ball down the field a lot more. I'm excited. I think even though we are playing against both the Utes and 12 years of history. Yeah. I think when it boils down to it, we have the pieces to I think we come do. out with a W.
0: I think we absolutely do. And if we don't, if we lose this game, I am going to be very sad. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Probably (laughs) just... uh, Drown in your sorrows? Yeah, drown in my sorrows. I'll I'll cry so many tears that I'll drown in my tears. (laughs) And it will not be good. So, you're going to win, so I'm not going to have to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Why are we even thinking
2: about this? Absolutely, yeah. It's not even a... No. And it's great because this win is going to be worth four years. Yes, it is. It's worth four years. Last year, the COVID year. There you go. This year. And then... Utah wants to play Florida. Yeah, they want to get curb stomped by
0: Florida the next two years.
2: <laughs> yeah, so if we win now, we can say we've Utah hasn't beaten us in four years. So
0: yeah, four, it's been four <laughs> years since they've beaten us. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, just, technically, it's been Technically a year. Already
2: been two years. So. Yeah,
0: it's already been. This is the second year, right? <laughs> let's just keep going. <laughs> exactly. Now let's talk about. As you guys know, here on the Let's Talk podcast, we are huge, and I mean huge. Uniform conspiracy theorists. Oh, humongous. We believe that the type of uniform you wear directly translates to how you will play on the field. Absolutely. So, Jared, how are you feeling about the uniforms that BYU has decided to wear? I'm going to be honest. After the Arizona game, yeah,
2: I was not very high on BYU.
0: <laughs>
1: Let's be honest. <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: It's Labor Day.
2: I'm kind of like thinking about the Arizona game, you know, like... Maybe we have a chance against Utah, you know, still kind of in the down dark mode. Right. And then I see this it's a post from the BYU uniform, the equipment people. BYU is going to be wearing white helmets, royal jerseys, and white pants.
0: Ooh, classic.
2: In my head, automatic L. Automatic
0: L. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the last few times we played Utah, it's been the same
1: uniform, right? Yeah.
0: And. W- It's really bad.
2: (laughs) I just, I can't put into words how bad that uniform has treated us. Because true, when we were like in 09, when we last beat Utah, we were wearing like, you know, Royal tops, white bottoms, white helmet. That's
0: a spin zone there.
2: Right. But listen to this. Okay. Interesting note. This is from BYU tracker. Okay. On Instagram. Go follow. Interesting note about the Holy War uniform matchup. Utah has only won one worn one combination dating back to two thousand
0: nine. Okay, dating All back red. to when the streak started. And
2: I'm looking at their uniform right now.
0: All what red are they gonna
2: wear again. All, All red. Red. Yeah. Red tops, red bottoms, red everything,
0: right? Okay, so that's not a good sign. Um, the, like, like we said, last time BYU won, they were wearing that that uh royal and white combination that we're gonna wear this Saturday.
1: Right.
2: But BYU has used four different uniforms in that time. We've okay. never won. The Cougars have worn royal jerseys with white bottoms for seven straight games, and yet we haven't won.
0: Yeah, you know we've come close, definitely a lot of times, but you yes. know close doesn't help in this rivalry. No, you have to take home the W.
2: And I think what we're missing is we needed a full blue uniform to combat Utah's redness. Full red, and with the but we used hats. it on Arizona. Wait, what?
0: What do we do? That? We used it on that opening. Ah, yeah, you know, maybe you're right. But, hey, I think we'll get through it. I think BYU's still got a chance. Time to bring back 08. Let's let <laughs> let's just hope that we can win the game. That, that is... I'm putting all my faith in this team. Literally all of it. <laughs> Speaking of Cougars that used to be Utes and used to, used to be Cougars, you know, we talked about <laughs> that pick six. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember a certain Mr. Kafusi named Devin? Yes. Yeah, that traitor. Traitor! Traitor. Kylo Ren.
2: Traitor!
0: Yeah, he deserves to sit on the bench the entire time during this game. Because (laughs) he'll be back back in Provo, and I will boo the living heck out of him. Oh,
2: yeah. Some people say that the rivalry should be cordial. Like Kalani. And, you know, as a coach, you kind of have to say that, right? Yeah. But no, in this in this podcast, we are not cordial.
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> no. We do not believe in cordiality in when it comes to rivalry games. We believe in bad blood.
2: Oh yes, hatred,
0: booing, and all of that.
2: Oh yes, I love it when games get chippy, like on the first kickoff. Oh yeah, the players
0: shoving each other. There's like, already a fight <gasps> breaking out. Let's go! <laughs> it gets the blood pumping, man. Oh man, I cannot wait. And that quote that you were referencing, Jared Kalani Satake said. Wishing bad things on other people is not good for the soul. Uh Uh-oh. I don't expect everyone to do it the same way, but they should try it. It's relieving. When he was talking about the University of Utah. (laughs) Well, guess what, Kalani? I'm sorry, but I will not try that. I will harbor as much hatred in my heart for the University of Utah football program as I possibly can. And then I will rent out some more heart space for some more hatred for that team.
2: (laughs) That's just how we
0: roll here. I'm bringing up a
2: soundbite that we're going to play for you guys.
1: I don't like Utah. In fact, I hate them. I hate everything about them. I hate their program. I hate their fans. I hate everything. So it felt really good to send those guys home.
2: Um, they didn't deserve it. Uh, it was our time and it was our time to win. We deserved it.
0: We played uh, as hard as we could tonight and uh, it felt really good, again, to send them home to get them out of here. So, um, you know, a game will always remember. I mean, I think I think their whole, I think the whole university and the, their fans and, and the organization is classless. I think, you know, they, throw beer, they threw beer on my family and stuff last year and did a whole bunch of nasty things and i don't respect them and um you know they deserve it max we love you that classic max
2: hall speech i absolutely love it there's some people say that that's a curse nope. and i say absolutely not that, no, that a was not the
0: curse that was yep not because the curse
2: i think the curse is that everybody saw that and started to get soft and is like oh we need to be more cordial you know we need to be nicer but what we really need is that fire you know yes, like max do. hall saying I'm looking forward to this game every single day of the year. That competitive fire? Yeah.
0: You need that. You need that in these games.
2: And that's why Utah wins, I feel like. Because they... If you watch the BYU-Utah games, Utah is so into it. They are so passionate. They're nasty with it. They're nasty, exactly. I think BYU is at a point where enough is enough, and they just need... you know They're going to get nasty.
0: Absolutely. So let's... We're down to it, Jared. How about we throw out our official predictions for this Saturday? So ESPN's Fortin Boss says BYU essentially has no shot. That's what he says. Uh, He's dumb. He's dumb. We... I think that his journalism license, if that's a real thing, <laughs> uh, should be revoked and that uh, he needs to go back to school. And we are officially going to
2: blacklist him.
0: Yes, uh, we do not believe in him here. Uh, <laughs> yes, he says he picks Utah, Utah minus seven. Ooh, touchdown spread. Not awful. I think the touchdown spread can almost be expected, right? Yeah. Giving our past performances. Sure, yeah. So. yeah.
2: That's okay. So let's see. Does BYU win? Do they cover?
0: I guess Ooh. real
2: prediction is how much does BYU win
0: by? Okay, I'm ready to give my official prediction. Okay. I'm saying BYU will win this game 31 21. Two scores. 31 21 will be the final score, the- or maybe 31 24. I'll go 31 24. Okay, okay. 31 24. That's my final answer. One BYU twenty- will win this game. There are any any
2: other predictions you want to throw out? Defensive uh, turnovers,
0: okay. stuff um, like that. No pick sixes. Oh, we will not throw a pick six. Or just uh, like we won't throw a pick. We it. will not throw a pick six. Okay. And that twenty-four, that last touchdown that Utah's gonna score, mm-hmm. is <laughs> gonna be a garbage time touchdown. It's gonna be a garbage time touchdown. We're gonna be up thirty one to seventeen. They're gonna score a garbage. With garbage like a minute time. left, kicking yep. on kick and we'll get it. Yep, exactly.
2: Okay. Okay. I can see that. Oh, is this the Matrix?
0: That is my official prediction. Jared's over here watching the TV. We got, you Sorry. know, we're we're recording this on Thursday <laughs> evening, so we got the Tampa Bay game up on the up on the TV. So <laughs> Jared's a, a, little, a little distracted. There's but. a little weird. Matrix, Star Wars, <laughs>
2: Inception, Doctor Strange. I don't. Wow. Okay. Got There's watching. a lot going on. Keanu Reeves on the TV. Oh, that guy's blue glasses, blue goggles. <laughs> I'm putting on my blue
0: goggles for this one. Okay. What are your what are you seeing in them blue goggles?
2: <sighs> BYU is running away with it. BYU? Oh. It's not going to be close. Th- I'm saying 45 to like 21. 40. It's going to be like Ohio State Clemson from Jared last year. Jared Call. I'm saying it. Oh
0: my goodness. My blue goggles are as big as an SUV right now. Okay. now Take them off. Can't, take them off. Set them to the side. Yeah, I know know that was hard. (sighs) Now, what are you saying? 45 21. Let's go, baby. (laughs) 45 21. Let's go. Okay. Let
2: let me give you a story, okay?
0: All right, I'm listening. So, Ohio
2: State has played Clemson. Right, in like a bunch of Fiesta Bowls and whatnot.
0: Yeah, in another playoff.
2: Uh, in the playoff, and even before that, in the Orange Bowl. Let's okay. see, what year was it? I can't it was like 2012 or something.
0: Something mm-hmm. like that.
2: Yeah, so, let's see here. Oh, I wish it would tell me. Yep, here we go. Oh? So, <laughs> so bad. Oh? 2014. Okay. Urban Meyer, Dabo Swinney. Right before the playoff, right, right the year before, thirty five forty, Clemson. Ooh. I remember watching that game. Trevor, my friend Trevor, his older brothers, they would like call me pretending to be Deshaun Watson and Sammy Watkins, and they'd be like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm Sammy Watkins. How's that game for you?" <laughs> Very frustrating. And then. I, in 2016, my senior year, me and my brother and my mom and my dad went to the Fiesta Bowl matchup in Glendale, the playoff game, and Ohio State lost 31-0 to to Clemson. Ooh, It was horrific.
0: Yeah, that's not good.
2: Then 2019, uh-huh. we were watching this game. Ohio State loses 29-23 to Clemson on that last second pick that Justin Fields throws in the end zone. Yeah, that's rough. And after that, I kind of felt like it was like Ohio State-Utah, you know, like you just couldn't get that monkey off your back. Yep. Promises coming around to BYU.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: And then 2021 comes, and Ohio State demolishes Clemson 49-28. Right after
0: Dallas, when you said they shouldn't even be in the playoffs.
2: Exactly. And it was the most validating thing I've ever felt in my life. Like, I went ballistic that night. I was very excited. And I think this is kind of what's going to happen with BYU in Utah. Okay. I think BYU says, Enough. This is the year, huh? And they're just going to take it to him. They're going to jump out to a big lead early and just never look back. Take
0: them to the woodshed. Let's go. Oh, man.
2: I'm, I'm calling it. We're going to take care of the ball. No turnovers. Okay, we're no gonna, turnovers. We're going to turn Utah over. But really, it's just going to be dominant. We're just going to be the better team. Utah's running back
0: fumbled last week.
2: He's gonna fumble again.
0: He's gonna fumble again. You the heard it. The
2: gonna throw pick six
0: in this oh. game. On <laughs> like a reverse throw back <laughs> to the quarterback, pick six.
2: If Utah's running back throws a pick six against BYU, I will go for a swim in the Provo River that night with all my clothes on.
0: There you go. You heard it here. <laughs> Hold Jared accountable. <laughs> okay, so I mean that's pretty much that's pretty much it for the game. Now moving on a little bit to something BYU related still. Big 12 expansion watch.
2: And dare I say bigger than the Utah game.
0: Uh, I don't know. Where do you fall on the spectrum? You know, Big 12 is pretty much a done deal at this point. That's true. That's true. Utah, not a done deal. So, I'm Very really, cool. I'm re- much more invested in the Utah game. Okay. Of course, the Big 12, in the long run, is going to matter more it's the gonna BYU. It's going to matter more, right? But, yeah. I mean, Big 12, uh, you know, we're going to release this on Friday. We're recording on Thursday. So, it seems like Friday morning, mm-hmm. Big 12 is planning on sending the invitations out to BYU, Cincinnati, UCF, and Houston. Right. That'll be huge. We can join the conference right away if we wanted to. We were actually looking into it. The the buyout for the WCC if we for our basketball team and for our soccer program and for, you know, right. the the you know, Olympics all the other sports that are in the WCC would be approximately $500,000. Five hundred thousand for an athletic program at like BYU—that is absolute that's chump change. Pocket change, yeah. <laughs> like they could go out and reach in the fountain, pull some <laughs> coins out the bottom. Boom! There you go. You got five hundred thousand. All it yep. takes is one booster. to go, okay, I'll pay that. Let me and call even, it. <laughs> even yeah. if we don't give them twelve months' notice, it's just up to a million. It's a million. And then we're talking about Oklahoma and Texas here, who have eighty yeah. million dollar buyouts. Yeah. Like, I mean, how much money did we raise last year just for? Uh, Just, you know, because COVID. Yeah, right? Like like, more than $10 million, just like that. Yep. So, So, I mean, we could absolutely pay the buyout. I am really excited. Now, here's a huge question about the Big 12. Do we think they're going to limit it to four teams? Because we're starting to hear that maybe Boise State and Memphis are getting thrown into the mix, adding six teams instead of four.
2: Here's my theory, because this hasn't been confirmed by like Stuart Mandel or any of, you know, like the athletic or anything. Nope. So this isn't really this is all speculation, but here's my here's my take. Big 12 is already expanding. They're yeah. already going through all these changes right They're gonna leave you know their, their biggest two biggest members are leaving. they're gonna add four new members. Here's my thought and my theory. I think they're gonna add BYU, Houston UCF and Cincy in like 23 probably is what it's looking like
0: okay 23.
2: and then OU in Texas. Are going to leave in twenty five as of right now. I think Big Twelve should pick up Memphis and Boise State because they're basically okay. the best of the rest, right? Yeah, there's no they other really are. like when you think of uh, G5. like premier G five teams, who comes to mind? App State maybe. Besides, maybe
0: you know Tulsa's been kind of good the past couple of years. Being they just lost to UC Davis. <laughs> um, maybe. Something like San Diego State, but I, I don't think San Diego State would survive in a Power Five conference. No. Even Memphis is a little shaky. Boise State could definitely hold its own. At football. Yeah, and football. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're a pretty good basketball program in the past couple of years. I mean, they, they beat BYU they beat B. two B. years yeah. straight. So. <laughs> but, yeah, so I think,
2: I think they should so that no other... Power Five conference can be like, oh, now you know, now that we're just picking G five schools, we're just going to take Boise State, Memphis, right? Big Twelve yeah. might as well just take them right now. Yeah, and so I think if they do, it'll be in twenty five to add those schools okay. after OU in Texas. That's just my thought, though. Okay,
0: yeah, like I said, nothing, in, nothing about this is confirmed. Hey, yeah, no, this <laughs> is all speculation. I honestly think they should add more teams. You know, why stop at four? You know, if you add right. Boise State, obviously gives you value. Memphis too. I mean, it gives you it gives you some value. You get into Tennessee. Yeah, and basketball programs on the up and up in Memphis. Yeah, basketball programs on the up and up. I was listening to a different podcast there saying, you know, why not like a USF? Like they might not be as great, but it opens up. Gives you a strong. It opens footprint. up the other Florida footprint. Okay. With USF and UCF, you have Southern and Northern Florida, or Southern and Central Florida, or whatever it is. <laughs> Yeah, you you have a larger footprint in Florida, which that's is a, a hot recruiting bed. Which is you know massive media market. Exactly. Maybe that's what you want. That's it guarantees point. that each team. If you have two teams in Florida, maybe it guarantees that each team has a game in Florida every that's, other year. No, that's a good point. So for for recruiting purposes and whatnot. So I don't. We'll see what happens. Right now, I'm just content that BYU should <laughs> all things. Yep. All fingers things crossed. All, fingers crossed. Knocking on wood. Should get an invitation by tomorrow morning. Or th- Friday morning. Yeah.
2: And I think I, it's basically just a formality at this yeah. point. Yeah. Right. Yep. Now, one more thing on the Big 12. Okay. Uh, I'm sending you something right now. It's Ooh. about possible Big 12 divisions. You Ooh, got my phone's And an East division. West, you got BYU, Oklahoma State, and then the Texas schools. Texas Tech, TCU, Baylor, Houston. Okay. And then the East... You got West Virginia, Cincinnati, UCF, Kansas, Kansas State, and Iowa State.
0: Okay. What do you think? I kind of like that. Uh, It looks like the West is probably a little bit stronger than the East. You know, Kansas is a non-factor. Kansas State, (laughs) non-factor. West Virginia, on and off. Cincinnati is good, of course. Yep. UCF, mm, who knows if they'll be a factor in the early stages of the Big 12. Uh, In the early stages of the new Big 12. Whereas on the West, you got BYU, which, of course, best team in the Big 12. Best team. Oklahoma State, always good. Baylor is all right. TCU is on the up and up. Yep. Texas Tech, which is, you know, middle of the pack, Big 12, and Houston. So, um, I like it. I really like it. I don't do. I think they'll do it that way. No, I don't think so. You know, maybe they'll do a northern and a southern, or maybe you know, who knows? Maybe they'll just kind of grab teams from all over the place. Maybe right. they won't do geographical divisions because the conference is still spread out from it's Utah <laughs> to West Virginia to Florida. To Florida. So who knows if geographical divisions will even exist? But however it shakes up, I'm really excited for it.
2: I'm extremely excited, and let's be honest, like. When it gets to basketball season, that's when it's really going to amp up. Oh, yeah. Because we're going to play everybody, right? So we'll play the Kansas's, Texas
0: Tech's, Baylor's, Eesh. Houston's. Oh, Marriott Center is going to be absolutely rocking. Oh, man. Man, I'm excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> My blood is pumping, man. I'm, out. I'm almost out of breath. <laughs> well, is there anything else to cover
2: BYU Utah. Um, BYU and Utah related?
0: Uh, I, I don't think so. Uh, I was in the BYU uh, training room the other day.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, just because, you know, signing up for the walk-on tryouts, you know. Old man's going to get his legs on yes. the field. Uh, but, you know, I saw there was posters up everywhere. Beat Utah. Beat Utah. Really? Yeah. Like, there's there said, goal this week, beat Utah. Heck. And if I'm not mistaken, our women's soccer team also plays Utah yeah. on Friday. Yeah uh or maybe i'm not I, sure I don't exactly know. maybe it's wait, saturday wait, I morning think it's right now actually are they playing today
2: yeah i think it's playing today
0: on thursday yeah i know that you know they you know so we can start out our rivalry with a win and hopefully women's soccer let's see <laughs> yeah it looks like they're they're playing right now the second half just started um is
2: there a score do we know
0: no the instagram post just says all gas no breaks that's literally all it says. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm going to keep looking for that. <laughs> we keep looking for the score. You know, I wish their Instagram was a little more informative, but um, yeah. <laughs> Let's oh boy, see. it's being
2: it's, covered by the Pac 12 Network. Oh, That's it's on the Pac 12 Network? That's why.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to look it up on the BYU app, and it's no, absolutely not. See, I have the Pac 12 app, but see if I can look at it. Let's see. Let's see. Presented by Redbox? <gasps> Red? Two absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Two absolutely just obsolete companies. Yep. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, it's zero, zero.
2: Okay. 0 Okay.
0: 0 74th minute.
2: Let's hope that it uh, stays that way.
0: Let's hope rivalry. Oh, spin zone. Spin zone. BYU always beats Utah in soccer. If BYU soccer loses, does BYU oh. football win? Is that a sacrifice that our athletic department needs to make? <laughs> uh,
2: telling you as a football fan?
0: Absolutely. If that's you ask my BYU little sister, fan? I don't know what she would say. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to all the soccer fans out there. Uh, we nope. hope we hope our women's soccer team wins.
2: Oh, yeah. it's Because there's absolutely no reason we can't go to now. Absolutely. Yep.
0: And I, I think happen. that's it for our BYU-Utah preview.
2: All righty. Now, are you ready to get into our college football preview?
0: Yeah, we'll go into college football week two. Uh, we're going to do a quick little run-through right now because we're going to go a little more in-depth with our guest picker. Mystery. coming up. But What do you think are the best games coming up in this college football week? We got a loaded week two. We really if you did. thought week one was loaded, week two is even more loaded. <laughs> so, let's see what we got.
2: Alright, first game of the weekend. This one I'm absolutely amped for. Okay. Kansas at Coastal Carolina.
0: Kansas? Yep, yeah, that's going to be a game, man.
2: Kansas 1-0. and oh. They're one undefeated. And oh, dude. For the first time since forever 1959 <laughs> just kidding i don't know that's a made up made up stat made uh, up stat. for our made up stat department yep thank you what should the name be of the stat guy um Cl- cletus
0: yeah cletus <laughs> thanks cletus we have cletus the the made up stat guy <laughs> cletus right. is our source if you if anything we say is ever wrong it's yep. cletus's it's fault. cletus's fault yep <laughs>
2: Well, uh, Cletus is telling me right now that Kansas has exactly a 6.5% chance to win the game. Oh. And the spread is
0: 26.5. 26.5. You know, that's kind of rough. I think Coastal Carolina is overrated, and I think Kansas might have a shot in this game. Yep. I'm calling it right now.
2: Kansas is going to be snooping. Rock. Chalk. Jay. Hawk,
0: baby. Just show University. up.
2: Kansas' basketball team just shows up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to play. They're going to play five on 11. Still win. More athletic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: so, uh, everybody catch that game, 530 tonight, Friday night. Yeah, Friday ESPN night. 2. That's going to
0: be a big one. On Saturday, we got a huge game. The Oregon Ducks at the Ohio State University. <laughs> now, that's going to be a game.
2: That's going to be a game. The is going to be very loud for that one. Tickets are extremely expensive right now. Yep. I was looking at resale. They're like $300. So,
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, I got, <laughs> I don't have $300 to just drop to go to an Ohio State Oregon game. But.
2: Yeah, plus another $300 for a
0: ticket to yeah. fly there. I'm just going to watch it on the television. <laughs> oh, yes. It's going to be awesome. Oh, I can't man. wait to watch that. That's going to be so much fun. Got another huge game this week. Rivalry game. Iowa, Iowa State. Oh. Iowa played an incredible game last week. Iowa State did not. Struggled against Northern, uh, Northern Iowa Northern University. Northern
2: Iowa, yeah. One by six.
0: Yeah. You know, I think you know, this is a game that we're going to talk about a lot with our guest speaker, so we'll, mm-hmm. we'll kind of wait on it. But I don't know. That's going to be a big game. How do you feel about it? I think Iowa State
2: is the North Carolina of the Big 12.
0: So, unfortunately for me, and the cheese it bet, <laughs> they're frauds. <laughs>
2: Complete frauds. (laughs) I was, I just, during the off season, I was having withdrawals from college football. Okay. So I literally went on YouTube and watched every full game from 2020. I could find, I was watching (laughs) like Auburn and Florida. Okay. You know, like these kind of games, you know, so I watched Iowa state like two or three times, right. Against Oklahoma, against Oklahoma in the big 12 championship game. And then against uh, Oregon and Brock Purdy isn't amazing. Nope. He's not as good as everybody says he is. They got lucky. He just had big tight ends that he threw to. Yep. And their offensive line was good, but they're not good anymore. So, nope. I
0: don't know. I don't know. Another big game. You're 0-1 Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Going up against that gross team up north, Michigan.
2: I refuse to comment. I plead the fifth.
0: Okay. That's fair <laughs> enough. No, that's gonna be something that I'm gonna talk about a little bit later. Because I have some strong feelings about this game. Oh boy. I really, really do. <laughs> Other possible we got Texas at Arkansas. That, you know, that's a that's gonna classic be classic
2: big eight, you know, rivalry from back in the day.
0: NC State, Mississippi State.
2: That one's gonna be close. That Illinois, Virginia. Fun. Also a good game. Hope Bronco pulls it out.
0: There's a ton of good games on the slate. Buckers. Really Buckers
2: is in action versus Syracuse. Dude, That not that the perfect matchup? It really like, is. The bottom feeder of the ACC versus the bottom feeder of the Big Ten.
0: It's absolutely perfect. So good. Couldn't have asked for anything better.
2: <laughs> and um, we'll talk about this a little bit more, but one of the best games I think we should watch out for is going to be UAB Georgia.
0: UAB Georgia? Really?
2: Georgia's offense was absolutely pathetic. Yeah. And they were playing Clemson. Yeah, pretty good defense. Pretty good defense. Yeah,
0: right? kind of, kind of all right.
2: But I watched UAB play Jacksonville State. I know <laughs> <laughs> on Wednesday night last week. Yeah, UAB. I mean, they were playing Jacksonville State, but they are formidable. I, if I were Georgia, I would look out. You know, I don't think UAB will win, but I think they will
0: cover. Jacksonville State, Clemson, comparable teams. I think that's a fair comparison. Georgia, Jacksonville State. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. You can play the two teams. <laughs> yeah, no no problem there. <laughs> All right. I,
2: watch it, though. UAB's going to cover. I'm calling it right now. All I don't right. know what the spread is, but they're covering it.
0: <laughs> they're covering it. Let's
2: see. They're getting 24 points. Okay. I, yeah, I think they'll cover.
0: All right. I mean, Georgia
2: can't even put up 24 points in a game.
0: No, yeah. They only put up <laughs> 10 last time, so they're going to have to double that and some.
2: And some. All righty, other than that, I think we'll just go through it with uh, our guest picker that's coming
0: up next after this ad read. Les Talk is brought to you by the podcast Les Talk. Les Talk is in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Dan, Jared, and Justin take sports way too seriously, and they have a lot of fun while doing it, and they try to share the show with you. They are on every Tuesday and Friday, more or less you know, as they are college students and whatnot, so maybe their schedules can get kind of hectic. But please, give Les Talk a listen. You know, they they paid a lot of good money to to have this uh, ad be read on the show. So please, give them, check them out, leave five stars on their podcast, and tell them that we recommended you. Les Talk also has an
2: internet site on the web of internets. www.lestalkpodcast.com LesTalkPodcast.com. On this website, there's not a ton of content, but one thing that is new are the Weekend Watch Guides. These are charts that have every game on every network at every time listed for you and color-coded. Here you will be able to see what games you should be watching at what times. Go check them out. Let's talkpodcast.com and weekend watch guides. This will tell you what games you
0: need to be watching every Saturday. All right, everybody. Welcome back from that amazing ad read. You know, for <laughs> the, an ad for the best podcast out there. You know, I I, I hope you guys really take into account what that ad said and <laughs> Our sponsors you know,
2: pay us a lot to, yeah, to get these ad reads in.
0: They they paid a lot of money to get that ad read in. And by that we mean we just Venmoed each other and then like Venmoed it back, like zero sum game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so we, we're on now. We we got our guest, our guest picker Special in the building. Da, 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 da. Drum roll! It is Mister Joe Ludlow, famous. I'm sure everyone Woo. knows him.
2: Oh yeah, welcome on Joe. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Me and Dan know Joe. We go way back, back to mm-hmm. the old days romping around Timview High School.
1: One of the worst mistakes of my whole life was going to college game day at the University of Utah <laughs> with Jared <laughs> and Danny. I've never felt more hated in my life. I think that was the day when I decided that rivalries are great, but they're not everything. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely a low point. Oh, it was awful. I think I heard the F word more in that like time period that we were up there than like my whole life before, up to that point. <laughs> then,
0: you guys were all decked out in BYU gear, Yeah, right? we had oh.
1: 15-foot long... Flag, Huge flags <laughs> all decked out yeah, yeah. The classic whole, the whole deal
0: that was nothing bad. better
2: yep they, yeah
0: <laughs> anyway
2: <laughs> let's get that out of the way <laughs> oh yeah do you see this there's they're going
0: back to flip phones we're going back to flip phones yeah mm-hmm. check this out Oh my gosh! There you go. Jared's distracted again by the Buccaneers game it's on on television. So, Dude, and it's not even the game; it's the ads that get me. So don't uh, don't pay attention to Jared. Should Try to get them nice to sponsor minutes. you. <laughs> you know, yes, me, me and Joe will do the the college picking while Jared <laughs> updates you periodically on the commercials from the Buccaneers game. Not even
2: the game itself.
0: <laughs> okay. We're just messing. All right, Joe. Well, why don't you introduce your, yourself a little bit and let the listeners know
1: who you are. Uh,
0: Let me know who you are because, you know, this is one of the first times we're meeting too. Yeah, totally. (laughs)
1: Uh, So uh, I was born in California, uh, lived Mm, there for a a little while, and then I actually grew up in Hawaii, which was fun, Um, and then moved out to Utah when I was eight. And have lived here on and off ever since then. I'm 23 years old, just got married a few weeks ago, which is Ooh, exciting. Same day, same day as me. Same day <laughs> as <Jared. laughs> uh, So, very exciting stuff there. Um, yeah, huge sports fan. Just like sports are a huge part of my life. If I'm not at work or school, I'm. Watching sports, following sports, reading articles, whatever it may be, fits right into this podcast. Exactly, that's why I'm happy. <laughs> that's why I'm happy to be here. Um, some of my favorite sports, um, I love proper football. I serve my mission in England, so I call it proper football. Can we get the accent? And then proper football, football. some footy, footy. <laughs> um, love American football. I think college football is the greatest sport in the world. Heck yes. uh, that's why I'm here. Um, Heck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, love golf. That was something I picked up recently. Um, and also recently I've actually really been into tennis. The U.S. Open is going on right now. Yeah, uh, It's been really exciting. It's been a good good year. So. Is Djokovic going to take it all? I think he will. I mean, yeah. I, I I like his lose the first set and then just destroy the rest of the game. <laughs> oh yeah! I love seeing him that just American. meditating after the first set, and he just gets in the zone and then just kills him. Oh. Yeah, So, it's fun to watch.
2: Alrighty, well, uh, something we do here. Let's g- give us a, some of your favorite teams, and then and then why? So we'll start Ooh. with college football, and then
1: you know soccer or some footy. 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 Yeah. So really big Buckeye fan. Love Ohio State. My uncle lived Heck out there. Yes. He went there and went in toward the campus, went to the Horseshoe. Just loved it. Just fell in love with it as a kid. So ever since then, I've loved the Buckeyes um, and currently wearing an Ohio State shirt for this for this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, love. And then obviously love the Cougars. Uh, Go Cougs! I've liked them ever since I was eight. They were my first real sports team that I fell in love with. Um, the first BYU game I really remember actually was the BYU-Utah game um, with John Beck to Johnny Harleen, oh, which baby. just every time I just get the chills, even just thinking about it. <laughs> so um, I love some footy. Uh, I love my Liverpool. They're probably my favorite team overall out of all my sports teams. Okay, um, love okay. supporting them. Uh-huh. I watch... I when college football is not in season, I watch more soccer than than any other sport. So, okay. and then let's see what else. College basketball, really big Tar Heels fan. Also wow. toward that campus. So
0: all over the place. Here. Yeah, yeah. So, I say. North that's Carolina. <laughs> see that's the mm-hmm. problem.
1: That's the problem when you. Uh, grow up in Hawaii. You kind of don't really, you get to move somewhere else and you finally just get to choose whatever teams you want. Cause I'm not, I'm not really going to root for the rainbow warriors. Unfortunately, they're not that exciting. <laughs> so there you go. Uh,
2: what about golf? You got a favorite golfer? Oh
1: yes. I'm a huge DJ fan. Okay. love Dustin Johnson. Stroyed He's been in 2020. Yeah. He had an amazing year. Unbelievable, but been kind of a disappointing year this year. Um, but also a huge Tony Finau fan. Ooh, okay. Finally broke through recently. I yes. was really excited about that. <laughs> and yeah, I I also really like Colin Morikawa. I okay. was born in San Francisco and he went to Cal Berkeley. So yeah. kind of a fun connection there.
2: Okay. okay. And yeah. then
1: uh, another question
2: about golf. Yeah. yeah. We got to to ask that question. We Ooh. have to ask. <laughs> I, I actually Kefka. am a big Brooks Kepka fan. And there I think we go. Bryson
1: is that like, Annoying kid in high school that like he thinks everyone likes him, but in reality nobody likes him. I don't like him. Yeah, not a big, not, not a big, big fan. The Shambo guy. I love the the Brooksy memes and the like the videos of Bryson. I I must admit I was pretty happy when uh, Patrick Cantley destroyed him the other week. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't he didn't destroy him, but it, like won that playoff. Yeah, and he beat him. Bryson had so many chances to win it. So <laughs> anyway, we love to see it. All right. Yeah.
2: Well, there we go. Um, anything else that you think we need to know about you? Any uh, inherent
1: biases that you have? Um, I definitely wear the blue goggles sometimes. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I good. think BYU that's will great. win the national championship this year. I'm okay, <laughs> just <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be a little bit more realistic than that, but sometimes I do wear the blue goggles. I get a little excited. Okay. No, but that's not... Yeah. I There's worse things? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, we wear the blue goggles permanently on this podcast. So <laughs> That's great.
0: Put them on. Put them on. We want them on the whole time you're here. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot them in my car. Dang it. Ah, do. nuts. <laughs> don't oh, well. worry.
2: I, I got some for you. Okay, I predicted cool. a 45-21 victory over Utah this week. So yes, wow. did. I did. There we I, go. My
0: prediction is 31-24.
1: BYU wins it. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling, Joe? How are you feeling about this upcoming week? Let's just jump right to Ooh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The Holy War, or is that too controversial to say? No, we called Cancel. it. We called it the Holy War, Church versus State. <laughs> called it everything. There we go. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I it, it's painful. I think every year has been painful <laughs> for me. I think I get so excited for this week, but also dread this week at the same time. I, I mean, I always say it. It's it's, it's going to be the year. This is it. This, this is, the is when we this is when we break the streak. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean. I've I've been through some some tough BYU games. Um, I was there. I heard on your last podcast. I was there in the rain as well. Mm-hmm. For that, that terrible delay. And I actually was dating a girl at that time that was a Utah fan. Ooh. But I got her to wear a BYU shirt to the game. Oh! But then, Look at that! But then they lost. So. Dang. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll see how my wife does. My wife goes to the U. Ooh! So we'll see if she wears blue.
2: I she did at the Arizona game. That was nice. Yes, she
0: did. Shout out, Katie.
2: Shout out, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so let's get to the games this weekend. Let's jump right to it. So we have – this is how it's going to work from here on out. We have 10 games, and every week we're going to pick top 10 games with our guest. We're going to go through them. Um, It's going to be kind of like college game day. We're gonna keep track of which guests do the best. The guests at the end will get something. Yes, they will. We'll get
1: something, something cheesy, really. Three thousand dollars, right?
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> maybe 2000 dollars worth of Cheez-Its. Ooh, it, over it'll, the it'll next be thirty years. Yes, over yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you get a dollar a year the next thirty thousand, or the next three thousand years. Yes, of okay. its <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yes, yeah, so let's jump right to it. Let's go with the first game. We got Air Force at Navy. We got the Service Academy Brawl on September 11th. And they're both wearing their
2: nice new uniforms. Some Ooh, sick, seen them? No. sick, sick right. jerseys. I'll pull them up real quick.
0: Jared's Let's pulling them those. up right now to show that Joe. If you have not seen these Air Force jerseys, you need to go look them up right now because they are absolutely beautiful. Now, these... Um, these navy jerseys—they're not quite as beautiful, uh, you know. They're—they're they're a little ode to the Marines, which is great. Yeah, bombers. So, uh, yeah, if—if if you haven't seen those, these uniforms, you need to go look at them right now because they're—we they're, are more they're excited about the uniform matchup than we are about the actual football matchup. <laughs> yeah, both. That's usually how it goes option. with these kind of teams. <laughs> <laughs> so, both of these teams being service academies, you know what they do? Triple option. Yep, They span the triple option. They throw the ball maybe two, three, four times a game. They're not <laughs> going to open up the passing game. They're going to run. It's going to be a slow game. It's going to be a lot of fun, though. So who's your pick? Let's start out with our guest, Mr. Joe.
1: Yeah, as much as I want to go for Ken nui um they got spanked last week. <laughs> yeah, and so I got to go with Air Force this week.
0: All right, Air Force Justin?
1: You know, I'm on the same boat. You know,
0: I think, well, not on the boat. I'm on the same plane because Ooh. I'm going for Air Force. <laughs> I really think Air Force is going to beat Navy this week. I don't think it'll be close. Uh, I think Air Force will win by at least two scores.
2: All right. Yeah, I am in agreement. And my reasoning is the jerseys purely. So there perfect. you go. With that.
0: <laughs> Danny, you know, you know, Dan, Dan also picked Air Force. So yeah. clean sweep for Air Force.
2: All righty. All right. So let's well, move let's, on to the next one. Let's move on to one where we have a little bit of a uh, less agreement than the first one. Okay. This is Cal at TCU. Cal at
0: TCU. See, Jared, do you want to start out with this one?
2: Yeah, sure. So Cal and TCU. Oh, oh, oh! Dak Prescott just threw a pick. Yeah. All right. Anyway, back to <laughs> Cal TCU. Um. Oh, that poor guy. <laughs> Okay, Cal-TCU. Let's be honest. Cal and TCU are basically the same team, right? Cal is in the Pac-12 what TCU is in the Big 12. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) They're both just kind of middle of the pack. Now, I'm going to go with TCU because I don't even know who the coach of the Cal Bears is, but I do know (laughs) who the coach of the TCU Horn Frogs are, and it's Gary Patterson. As much as I hate him, he's funny. Yeah. You know, changing that shirt in the Alamo Bowl against Oregon coming back from (laughs) 31-0. <laughs> that is my reasoning. Yeah. So TCU is going to take it. Yep. I mean, These how about those go. kooks
1: playing against TCU coming up in the next Ooh, couple of years? That's going to be a fun rivalry 12. to
0: rekindle. Exactly.
1: Absolutely. Joe, how are you feeling about it, Cal or TCU? I mean, I was born. My dad born in Berkeley. My dad went to Cal Berkeley, so I feel like I should pick the Cal Bears. But I just, I don't know. I liked, I liked the way TCU looked last week. I liked their quarterback. So, we'll see. I'm, I'm going with TCU, though. Already, Dan picked TCU as well. So, that's three
0: for TCU. But I'm going to have to go against the grain here and pick Cal Berkeley Bears. One, because <laughs> on NCAA 13, my dynasty is with Cal. Okay, <laughs> okay. I've won Reasonable. three national championships back-to-back-to-back to back to back with Cal. <laughs> Only one loss in three years. I mean, come on. That's incredible. That is uh, pretty incredible. Okay. <laughs> no, but I really think Cal has, has like... Has a chance to win this game. You know, TCU, I think they
1: played a good game. But, you know, their
0: opponent wasn't that great.
1: That's true. Fair. Opponent wasn't that great. It's also hard to tell after one week. First <laughs> week is it's always rough for every, almost every team. <laughs> yes. I think Except for TCU
0: Bama. is still in a point where they're, they haven't proved to me that they can consistently beat teams that are their tier. And okay. Cal is exactly their tier, so I think Cal will be able to
1: pull this game off. Already, kind of reminds me of BYU sports, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Unfortunately,
2: yeah. <laughs> Alrighty,
1: next game up is
2: one of my personal favorite games of the weekend. One that I'll be paying close attention to. We got the Butger, I mean Rutgers Ru- Scarlet Knights Ru- <clears throat> playing at the
0: Syracuse Orange. Okay. know, I'll start out here. Gronk I am score. a big believer in Buckers. Dang again. I know. Tampa Bay just scored. Jared's pretty disappointed. <laughs> Stupid Gronk. Stupid. <laughs> I am a big believer in the Buckers Scarlet Knights. Okay. I think that they, you know, they, they put a lot of points on the board. They really did. I don't think Syracuse is there as a football team. You know, Syracuse had a couple they kept it close with with Clemson. Well, yeah, if like I'm not four mistaken like two, 3 years ago or something like that. I don't think they're that good. I don't think they can replicate that success. I think Butgers
1: is just a step ahead of of Syracuse.
2: All Joe?
1: I don't have much. I'm not too interested in this game, to be honest. I know that the Rutgers <laughs> – do Rutgers play the uh, Ohio State this yeah, year? Okay, yeah, they do. Yeah, so I should, I should be more invested in it. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just going with Butgers. All any, right. Any
2: reason in particular?
1: No. I mean – Perfect. I kind of like Syracuse. I think the Orange is pretty sick, but eh. – Go okay. with Rutgers. All, All right. right. No, I, I don't. Yeah, I didn't really do too much research for that game. So <laughs> there you go. Fair it's, enough. Uh,
2: that's reasonable, given <laughs> yeah. the uh, track record of both schools. Um, I'm going with Butgers. One, okay. because I think it's time for Butgers, uh resurgence. And two, uh, in a fight, I don't think an orange would fare very well <laughs> against a knight.
0: You know, I think you're right.
2: I think the Scarlet Knight
0: would just simply impale the orange.
2: Right. Cut it in half. Cut it in half. Squeeze the juice out. So
1: drink some orange juice. Let's see if that ends up happening this weekend. Ooh. So that's what Jared's predicting. Orange juice on the field.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Orange Gatorade. That's prop bet.
1: Okay.
0: Orange Gatorade. All right.
2: Um. Dan is going with a different spin on the Rutgers name. He is going with the classic
0: in a (laughs) Rutgers. Exactly. In a Rutgers. Classic. (laughs) They've been in a rut. They're coming out of it.
2: Let's hope so. Let's hope that they can uh, prove they belong in the Big Ten.
0: Next game we're looking at has something to do with BYU and the fact that their old coach, Bronco Mendenhall, will be coaching Virginia, the Virginia Cavaliers, against the Illinois Fighting Illini. Going up against Bielema.
2: Yeah, what do we think of Illinois? Like, they beat Nebraska, which, not saying much. Yeah, really. But... Then they go lose to UTSA, which Justin called.
0: I told you, UTSA is a top 10 G5 team.
2: All right. So what do we think here? Let's start with Joe.
1: Yeah, I mean, love Bronco. I'm excited for him to come back to Valdeward Stadium this year. Um, I got to go with Mm -hmm. him. I Yeah, I'm not really impressed by Illinois. I think Virginia is well coached. Mm -hmm. So I think they'll pull it out.
2: I agree. I think Virginia is the superior team in the matchup. And I think they have better athletes, better coach. And I also think it's time for a Virginia resurgence as well. I want to see him back in the ACC championship game this year.
0: I love that. You know, I got to go against the grain here. Uh, I'm going to go with the fighting Illini. Oh. <laughs> this game screams Bila, Bilama to me. Okay. I think their coach, Bilama is going to put a lot of chips into this game playing an ACC phone. ACC's been struggling lately. That's, ACC's that's true. really had some struggles. Virginia has only played one game against, like what was it, William & Mary's or some random no-name FCS. Right. Where the alignment, they've played two legit games already. That's true. They have played two games. They have their legs under them. I think that they'll catch Virginia off guard. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. No, that's
2: a reasonable pick. Alrighty. Dan also has Virginia.
0: Being a Virginia guy.
2: Yep. Yep. <laughs> He loves his uh, D.C. area and Virginia teams. Go Wizards. Yep. <laughs> uh, let's hope Virginia fares better than the Wizards will this next
1: season. I guess. I guess we'll see. I just love that one time we went to the Jazz game and Bradley Beal scored like 40 points and had like two like insane dunks. Yeah. It was so fun.
2: Oh, that was we mainly awesome.
1: We mainly went to just watch Bradley Beal. So. Right. I mean, yeah. And they kept pronouncing Hachimura. <laughs> Hachimura.
0: Hachimura. <laughs> Classic Utah. (laughs) Oh,
2: that was a good good time. All righty. Next up on the docket, this is a very close game. I think the spread is only one point here. Yes, it is. NC State at Mississippi State. Mike Mike Leach versus NC State.
0: The NC State. What's their mascot? Something. The Wolf Pack. Wolf Pack, exactly. The NC State Wolf Pack. I'll go first on this one. I really think that people are underestimating North Carolina State. Okay. I think they're a better team than a lot of people are making them out to be. I think a one-point spread is disrespectful. I think it should be more up to the seven-point range. I really do. Oh wow! I think Mississippi State really struggled against the what was that what was that team that they played? Law Tech. Yeah, Law Tech. They struggled against it's a Law Tech team. That really, it's fair. They weren't like out. Coached, they were just, they were outplayed.
2: Yeah, they were. They were really just outplayed
0: from the get go. So I really think that North Carolina State will handle its business and take care of Mike Leach and the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Alrighty.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's hard for me to pick <laughs> against the SEC in this kind of matchup. So I think that's why I'm going for Mississippi State. Okay. Fair enough.
2: That's good. I uh, am also going to Mississippi State for one reason and one reason alone. Okay, Mike Leach's post game press conferences. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to compare mascots. Which, if we're being honest, a Wolfpack would devour a bulldog pretty darn quick.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm.
2: I think Mike Leach is going to have his quarterback throw the ball sixty times this game in the first quarter. <laughs> in the first quarter, <laughs> and, uh, and he I think threw
1: for forty-seven, he threw forty-seven times last game. So yeah,
2: why not? Why not amp it up a little bit? I think that. Mississippi State is going to hit this time because it's a, it's really just a hit and miss game with them. I think this is going to be one of the games where they look like they should be a top ten team.
0: Okay, so you're you saying they're an ebb and flow kind of team.
2: Yep. Hey, they went,
0: already went down. Time to come up. They're flowing. All right, they'll Big be flowing. And it looks like Dan agrees with you. He he chose the Bulldogs to win this game. What's up? I'm. I guess I'm the only one going against the grain here. Man, I'm.
2: Justin's either going to kill us or i think we're just too vanilla
0: i'm too causing mainstream? some friction some too many some contention in the podcast
2: all right we need to uh, me and joe need to shake it up a little bit then i might have to change some of my picks
0: Ooh, on the fly on wow. the fly. but i think we're all pretty much in agreement for this next one though i will not go against the grain number 15 texas at arkansas steve Sarkeesian is doing an incredible job with texas
2: he has in one game yes
0: Here's the thing, Was Lafayette, <laughs> did Lafayette deserve to be ranked 23rd in the country? I don't think so, but they're still a pretty good G5 team. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Texas handled business like they normally they would did. not have done says a lot about how far that this program has come. I think they're going to handle Arkansas, which is just an inferior program.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's much else that needs to be said. I totally agree with that. As much as I sometimes don't want to pick the Longhorns, I've got to go with them this time. I'm going
2: to go with Texas, but Arkansas is going to cover Okay. Seven, seven point spread. It's at Arkansas. I think Sark is going to have his first real test this right. week. And I think pig U suey or whatever the heck it is. I think they're going to keep it close, but I think Texas will pull it off in the end.
0: Now you got to remember Steve Sarkeesian. He's been coaching in the sec for a really long time. He's played against Arkansas. He knows their defensive scheme. Mm-hmm. I think he's ready to pick them apart.
2: Yeah. Alrighty. And, uh, Danny also goes with Texas.
0: With the Longhorns. Horns down, though. <laughs> I picked this completely horns down. Soom-
1: you know what? Assuming University of Texas. Yeah, I'm going to go I with Arkansas. I want to see a bunch of people say that.
2: I, I'm going <laughs> with changing. Arkansas. I'm changing it. Oh, wow. on the fly, I'm going with Arkansas.
1: Jared's going with Arkansas. Because Interesting.
2: I just want to horns down. That's We're part of the Big 12 now. We now are illegally allowed to horns down Texas.
1: <laughs> Jared's suddenly <laughs> thinking that it's March Madness. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. This is college football, Jared. Just, you know. <laughs> I, I got these blue goggles, man. Watch they, watch me just be look really dumb when, they <laughs> win, when Arkansas wins. <laughs> Texas is winning that game. You won't have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not too worried.
2: All right. You guys will see.
0: All right. So next up on the slot, we got a Pac-12 Big Ten matchup. We got... The 0-1, losers to Montana, Washington, <laughs> open letter receiving from Jared. No comment. <laughs> we got Washington playing against Michigan, T-T-U-N. That team up north, the Michigan Wolverines. How are we feeling about this game? Pass. Okay, yeah. Jared refuses to talk about Michigan. We got another Ohio State guy in the building. You, oh, yeah. You refusing I, to talk about Michigan I, as well? I won't say their name, but
1: I personally think – Washington is going to be so fed up with all the hate. Okay. And they're just going to give it to them. Okay. Because we just hate that team up north. It's interesting. It looks like Dan agrees with
0: you. Dan also picked Washington, probably for similar reasons. I, I just don't think, you know, Washington had, I think it was four wide receivers hurt. They're, most of them are coming back this Puka. week. Yeah. They, <laughs> and they don't have Puka Nakua. Um you know, I think Washington will play a good game. I think Washington will cover the spread. But I think Michigan just has too many uh, too many weapons and that they'll overwhelm Washington. All right. And that's that. Jared refuses to talk, so I guess we'll have to move on to the next one, which are our three favorite games of this week.
2: Let's oh, go. yes. In this
0: way, we'll start at number three. We'll go to number two and end at number one. All number
2: right. three. I, uh, I know Joe likes himself some North Carolina, but I'm going to say what I said earlier. Iowa State is the North Carolina of the Big 12.
0: Ooh. I think
2: they're overrated. I don't think they have what it takes to win the Big 12. I don't think – I think Brock Purdy is not as great of a quarterback as everybody says. I think Brees Hall is only as good as his offensive line. Right. And I think Iowa is going to come out and prove that they're still the number one team in the corn state.
1: In the
0: corn.
2: I don't know if that's the state. Nah, I think
0: that's Nebraska. Oh. Yeah. But Iowa. The state of nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah. There's
2: probably some humidity.
0: Maybe, yeah. Man, I'm gonna have to go with Iowa in this game. Iowa looked extremely impressive last week. You know, they had some defensive uh defensive scores and everything. So the game was a little bit closer, maybe, than the box score reflected. That's true. But if even if it was a little bit closer, it's still not close. They absolutely handled Indiana. Mm -hmm. You know what I said about Indiana last week. I really don't feel like Indiana deserved to be ranked at all, anyway. But overrated. uh, But um, Iowa State struggled against North Illinois. North Illinois, or Or no? no, It's Northern Iowa. Anyway, NIU. They really struggled against Northern Iowa, an FCS team. Were they trying to hide stuff for the Iowa game? Maybe. But I really think that Iowa will defeat this cyclone team all
1: joe i'm going i'm going against the grain this time <gasps> oh yeah i honestly think iowa state's gonna win
0: Ooh. i like
1: Purdy. i like okay. hall okay. i like their team i i will say i think iowa has a really great team um i enjoy watching uh is it petrus is that how you say it uh, yeah, I believe so. Yes, sure. Don't ask us for yeah, pronunciation. I've enjoyed watching him, um, but I don't know. I just have a feeling Iowa okay. State's going to win this one. All
0: right. Dan agrees with us. He's, he's an Iowa guy. He's calling for the Hawkeyes. Okay. I really think, you know, everyone, the national media thinks Iowa State's going to win this game. Iowa State is the national media's darling. They love them. It's true. <laughs> but, I'll, I'll tell you what. Is darlings date is not coming to pick her up. She's getting stood up and she's taking the L babe, on Saturday.
1: Babe. <laughs> <laughs> babe, boy. Babe, baby.
2: This can be Iowa State. All right. Unless Joe's right. Are you going to be right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. There, okay. You heard that confidence in his voice. Exactly. All right. Uh, yeah. They are favored. Four and a half points. So I guess we'll see about that one. All right. Here comes the big boy. Not the big boy, but.
0: Number two on our most excited to watch list.
2: Yes. All right. Joe, let's have you take this one away.
1: Oh, I'm I'm pumped for this. Um, as much as I, through the years, have kind of been a little bit of an Oregon fan, just because I'm a sucker for Nike. I'm a oh. huge Nike fan. Fair and, enough. Their jerseys yeah. are amazing. So <laughs> that's pretty much the only reason. And they've had some really fun people to watch. And this team is also pretty fun to watch. Um, I like their quarterback. Um, and then. Their running back's name is like Fry or something. What's his name? Die. Yeah, he's good, Um, but he's tiny, and he's going to get smashed by the Buckeyes. Oh, Um, (laughs) the Ohio State. The the, um, I mean the rush. Watching watching Oregon last week, nothing too special. But also, you could say that about pretty much every other team (laughs) except for Alabama. (laughs) Yeah, even Ohio
2: State. Even Ohio State. Exactly.
1: But I I do think. Oregon looked way less impressive than Ohio State. I, I think they have some great talent with uh, Sewell and mm. uh, Thibodeau. I think it's Thibodeau. Yeah, yeah, Thibodeau. I, I heard the announcer say Thibodeau, but uh, I thought that was kind of we weird because Tom Kayvon, Thibodeau. Kayvon Thibodeau, and,
0: and, I'm pretty sure. But anyway, I, he is he's questionable. a beast. He's a. I heard he about that, that. Yeah. questionable
1: for Saturday, but I think that he's going to play. I, I think he will too because they they need to get this dub, but they won't <laughs> because. I am excited to see C.J. Stroud just go off. And I think our running game is just going to continue to become oh. better and better oh. as the season goes on. And I'm so excited about the rushing rushing game we got. So, yeah, obviously got to go for my Buckeyes. But I, exciting game.
2: I'm in the same exact same boat, dude. Our rushing attack is amazing. With that mean Anderson guy. Or whatever his name is, and then Trayvon Henderson, mm-hmm. Master Teague, Master Teague, III. Master Teague. I, like you, you can't stop it. And even though I think Oregon has a pretty good team, the only way that this game would be close is if it were in Eugene, in Autzen Stadium. I think that's fair. the only thing that could maybe even it. But Ohio State on a neutral field has the edge. It's going to be in the shoe, so I don't, I don't think it'll even be close.
0: No, I got two letters for you, and see if you can complete it with two more. O H, Ohio. Ohio State is going to win this game. I think Ohio State is just a step ahead of Oregon. I yep. think the Big Ten as a whole is two steps ahead of the Pac-12. <laughs> like not even just once that step, two steps ahead of the Pac-12. Oregon, I, I just, I don't, I don't think this. I don't think they've quite put it together yet. Yeah. I don't think they can quite take over Ohio State. So yeah,
1: I think. All, I think uh, Ohio State's going to win this game. Yeah, I'm I'm genuinely so excited to see how the rushing attack does against some of those stars that Oregon has on the defense. Mm-hmm. But man, can anything compare to that wide receiver core that oh. Ohio, the Buckeyes have? Absolutely it is not. unbelievable. Gosh. So I, that's that's where I think the 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 game's gonna be won is that wide receiver core, mm-hmm. and we'll just have to see on the opposite side how the secondary does because was not impressed by the secondary, but. Right. We'll All right. We'll see how the
2: Buckeyes yeah. do. And C.J. Stroud in the Minnesota game, like he, you could tell he was a little bit jittery at first. Yeah. He was overthrowing guys. You know, he wasn't quite on his, you know, in his uh, zone, as you would say. But in the second half, he came out, looked a lot more composed, started hitting his receivers. Oh yeah. Felt more comfortable in the pocket, and so I think he's going to come out in this game. It's a home game. He's going to feel a lot more comfortable. He's going to have the crowd with him, and I think he'll have the time needed to find a loving Garrett Wilson and Smith and jig with it are going to be wide open.
0: Oh yeah. Absolutely. Pumped. All right. So I think we're all in agreement and Dan chose OSU as well. Yep. So now the it's time OSU. to move. Now it's time to move on to the game. We are most excited for the game. We've been talking about all podcast long, <laughs> the Holy war. I'm telling you Canceled. why. BYU <laughs> versus number 21, Utah. We've already given out our picks, but Joe, how are you feeling about this game? And can you give us a score prediction? Ooh, What do you think,
2: maybe first, what do you think the key to the game is? To breaking the
1: Power long Oh, uh, I just, I just hate zone defense with the pattern. <laughs> I can't stand it. I, I think it is the ugliest, like worst thing I've ever seen. It was so painful watching the zone defense last week against Arizona Ugh. for the Cougs. Um, I think that's the key, honestly. I think Jaron Hall will have a good game. I think yeah. it will be, I actually think it's going to be a really low scoring game. Oh, okay. It might be a little bit boring. Take okay. the but it'll be kind of exciting. Yeah, okay. I think right. uh, my score, I'm going to go with 17 13. 17 13.
0: Okay. 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 That's I'm really excited
1: to see the Nakua brothers ball out. Yeah. Um, Samson was confirmed. I'm not sure about Puka, but I think it's kind of implied that he will. Yeah, I think yeah. both of them will be playing. And I mean, it's sad to see Gunner out. But I think having those two will be I think will make up make for it. Make it totally make up for it. Maybe mm. even be better. <laughs> so okay. the over under is forty-eight point five. You're way under. <laughs> you are
0: way, way under. You feel confident in that? Yeah. Is that okay. the, that's a pick? Yeah. Ding ding ding. Slam the under. Joe Ludlow is locking that up. Bet all your Cheez-Its, Cheez-Its only, <laughs> on the BYU Utah under.
2: righty. And BYU obviously. Is going to cover the spread.
0: Oh, obviously BYU's gonna win this game. he's gonna win I, it, right. I'm saying it's gonna go over, but you know. Uh Joe's got the lock.
2: I have BYU single handedly hitting the over. So. <laughs> 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 I can see where Joe's come enough. from though, because Utah, you know, year in and year out has a pretty solid defense. Yeah. BYU I we've heard things that they're gonna shake up the scheme this week. Yeah. And play less zone, maybe a little more man. So I think maybe those things combined with the crowd can shake up Charlie Brewer, keep this game low scoring. I could definitely see it.
0: Absolutely. So that's all of our picks. Uh, Dan also predicted that BYU was going to win. He said Bingham Young. That Bingham Young will win this game.
2: Classic. Good
0: old Brigham Young University. I miss Danny. But yeah, that's our, that's our 10 picks for this week. We got a loaded week too, and We're really excited to review it with you guys on Tuesday. We'll be back with Dan and Full Force, the full Les Talk crew, and we are really excited.
2: And we are very grateful for Joe of coming out, being on the pod, our first guest.
0: Absolutely. Happy to be here.
2: We will uh, give you a promo whenever you want it, if yeah. you ever <laughs> own a, free a business promo or something. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, everybody go follow Joe on Instagram and the interwebs and everything. He's a great guy
1: thank you appreciate it happy to be with you guys yeah and everyone
0: everyone, please remember to leave that rating yep you gotta subscribe to the podcast that would really help us out leave that five-star rating review contact us on our instagram at les talk pod on instagram and twitter
2: let us know how big our blue goggles are i said suv sized but
0: (laughs) something like that semi-truck size communicate with us banter with us send us any questions you have just reach out. We would love to communicate with you guys and let's get this thing going.
2: Yeah. All right. Joe, you want to sign us off? Go kooks. Go kooks. <laughs> Horns down. You down. We're going to do the you, oh, yeah. Horns you down. Horns and
0: you down at the same time.